you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Uh, yes, friends, this is Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. I'm Christopher Manti. I happen to be a pastor bot. Just a dude saved by grace, your brother in Jesus Christ, hopefully. If not, what are you waiting for? Uh, today is the day of salvation. He is the truth. The truth is a man, and uh, he is waiting for us to come home to him so we can live with him forever on this earth in immortal holy bodies forever wow how awesome it sounds like science fiction or something but it's not um that's what god is and who he is and what he's written and promised and shown through various signs and proofs that's what we believe as christians and that's why i'm doing this and a lot of I know a lot of my uh, Christian friends or, you know, ministry folks or folks who are in my orbit, not just in in real life, but um, online. OK, people who are separated by many miles throughout the nation, throughout the world. Um, <clears throat> many of them do not understand why I'm doing this, this uh, concentration of this podcast right now, at least on this UAP UFO stuff. They just don't get it. Some of them have told me, most have just don't acknowledge it. They don't share my stuff on it. They share other stuff, but not this one. Not this topic. It's um, why they have decided to do that. I couldn't say, or that's for another program. But the point is that it's true. Now, <clears throat> my re my rationale, like I've, I've been hopefully been playing and laying out these past few weeks is a concern for the body of Christ and for the church that could potentially fall away because, um, and will fall away because of um, these great deceptions. Now I'm not saying the UFO thing is a great deception per se. I'm saying it's in the line with these past several years of, of judgments basically by God on the church Um because we're, you know, to see who's really his, basically, to see who's going to stick it out and who's going to be tricked and fall away. This is the same reason why I was hammering on COVID, that it was from the Lord. The same reason why, uh, you know, saying that we shouldn't support Donald Trump. The, the same reason um, with the QAnon. I mean, you name it. It's just like the, there are deceptions that are drawing the church away from Jesus. And eventually you... They will deny him or we will deny him because we've been tricked into something else. Or frankly, we're just fed up now and we can't deal with this Jesus stuff anymore. And and uh, I just I got to move on or I got to do something else. Right. Like that. <clears throat> that's my great concern. And with this, this UFO business, it's been going on for so long and it's been ridiculed for so long, not only by the, you know, government scientific folks, but also the religious folks. The Christians, the church itself has driven people away from the faith because we we mock or belittle or ignore folks who have had these things happen to them. So I said, you know what? Enough of this stuff, um, especially in the past, you know, since July. Now it's really coming out and the floodgates are about to open up on these things. And we've got to come to a place where Christians can talk about this together and not be afraid, and not be ashamed and whatnot. Okay. Hello, bond servant. Welcome, sister. By the way, if you're watching, just say hello and share this video. Can you do that for our brother? Um, we want this to go far and wide, right? So quickly, what I wanted to do today, 
Um, I'm not sure how long we're going to last, maybe real short, but that's up to you guys. Um, is I'm going to tell you for the first time. Um, thank you, T-Rex, a leader among women and men. She actually shared this. Okay. Um, I'm going to share for the first time in public that I know of um, my experience, my UFO story. And it happened a long time ago, and I'll get to it in, in real quick here. Uh, but I also want you to tell yours. If you are a Christian, hey, bless the Lord. Colorado's checking in. Hello, friend. What's your name? Your name probably isn't Tribulation Institute on End Times Prophecy, which is cool. Uh, uh, any mom who names their kid that is cool in my book, but. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> uh, so please check in, say hello, where you're from. Awesome. Love it. But as you see at the bottom of your screen, those who are watching on video, uh, for those who are just listening, go to unsealedpodcast.com and you will see a new form that I just put on today. And it might change. It probably will um, as needs arise. But I want this to be for you. OK, if, if you don't feel comfortable telling your um, your UFO whatever experience or story as a Christian because of whatever reason, because you don't think you're going to be accepted because your church frowns on it, because it sounds, how could it align with the Bible or whatever, whatever, maybe you're afraid of what it could mean. You know, maybe you feel in danger, whatever. I want, well, now there's interesting. Our, our friend has said uh, on YouTube, I've had several, including last night. Okay. Well, we got to hang out, hang with me. Okay. I want to get to that. If you can hang on, I want to hear what you uh, what happened to you. Um, but again, <clears throat> it's the stigma that's got to go away because what we're seeing from it's front of government to under oath people to whistleblowers to uh, former government folk. Like in other words, people who would know. Okay, not not job. I'm not trying to minimize us as individuals having seeing things or experiencing things, but that's not the best way to prove something. Right. Um, but uh, the folks who are, you know, we're finding out are the biggest, baddest government military in the world is actually cares very, very much about what's happening. And it's real. It's real. It's not made up. Uh, many of these things can be dismissed, but not all of them. And now we're finally getting some kind of clarity um, about how serious they are taking it. And maybe we can get disclosure on this. But anyways, Go to unsealedpodcast.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. I'm going to show you right now what it looks like. There's the podcast, obviously. You can go there and get any episode at any time. You can load the whole thing down at the beginning when we started doing this. But there at the bottom, under the episodes, is the form. I just said, what is your UFO experience? First name is required. Your last name is not. Your email is required so we can communicate. And then the message um, box, which is a, a text box you can put in. There's some limit on how many characters, but you should be able to type for a while in there. And that's required, obviously, because that's the point of the form. <clears throat> if you have a file you wanted to upload, like um, a video, or maybe you want to record yourself instead of typing or some kind of, you know, evidence or whatever, I don't care. Just attach it and then click the I'm not a robot button. Make sure you're human. Submit that. And then I'll get that personally. And it'll be obviously completely confidential. You don't have to tell your story to anyone. But I did want you to have a place, even if it's simplistic like this, um, to submit to someone, to a pastor, to a brother in Christ, someone who will not you know, sit in judgment or ridicule the, even the idea. Um, so utilize that, okay? That's all. All right. <clears throat> so let's get to... What happened to me? And then we'll talk about if you guys want to share, we can do that. And and one other thing I did want to do after we're done is John Brennan. I just found a, a clip of him. He used to run the CIA, CIA director under three different presidents. And there's a clip of him a couple of years ago that's to me is very kind of mind blowing. Yeah. And you'll we'll play that anyway. OK, so what is my story? Um. It's not super involved. It's not long, but here it is. 
long time ago in a galaxy far in this galaxy. I was um, around 10 years old. I say around because I don't really, I'm not really sure. Uh, but it was at a time of life where when my grandparents were alive on my mom's side, um, we at certain times, because we didn't have a lot of money, sometimes we lived with grandma and grandpa. And um, this is in New Jersey. And sometimes we just spent summer months there as, you know, the kids on summer break from school. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what year, what time of year it was. It could have been a summer. Point is, my brother and I, I have a younger brother, and uh, we were we had a room upstairs in our grandparents' house that we slept in. Uh, and there were um, windows two windows one by each of the beds that looked out towards the backyard and um we have a it was a pretty substantial yard a little under an acre probably and then there was a river behind the property and then whatever it's a lot of sky to look at okay and then there were mountains behind that anyways um so one night our grandmother came in and woke both of us up and again, we were young, you know, younger kids. I'm assume, I'm guessing myself around 10. That would make my brother around seven or eight, depending on the month. Um, so she walked us up and said, Hey, look at that. And so we looked out our windows, and there was an object. There uh, it was stationary. Um, it was lit. It wasn't a star, it wasn't a plane. I'm not sure how far away it was. It, I did not get the impression that it was very close. It looked like it was just hanging out in the sky. Um, it could have been on the over the property. It could have been over the lake. It could have been behind that, but before the mountain. So definitely not close, but um, close enough to hang out and watch it. And um, that's all I remember. <laughs> that's all I remember. And um afterwards the next day and then sometime after that it would come up occasionally hey do you remember when you know grandma when you woke us up and we saw that thing oh yeah yeah i remember that but then the farther we got from it, it was like no i don't remember that or what are you talking about or like it just kind of faded away so um that was that and it was kind of a almost like a joke after that you know like oh hey do you remember that i we told my mom she still remembers it so um you have a potentially okay it was a three witnessed thing three people saw it and what happened after that i don't know now it could have just ended we went back to sleep uh said wow wasn't that cool the next day and went on with life i think that's what happened uh, but when you you know, if you get into um, reading other people's accounts of these things and, um, again, doing doing my best and your best to have serious, you know, folks who are, who really went through something and are not trying to make a name for themselves or something like that. I'm not saying a lot of people do that, but anyway, just to sift out what's real and what's not and whatever. Um, a lot of folks have fuzzy memories right some people remember exactly and that was that but a lot of people are like i don't remember what time it was i don't remember how long it lasted um uh i don't remember how i got up the next you know like so that's there for me but that might might just be <clears throat> a um a function of time and you know now i'm i'll be 48 next month so it's been quite a while and if you don't actively, I think part of it was honestly, um, you know, growing up, I thought, you know, UFOs were cool and, and I wonder what the deal is with them and whatever. And then several years ago, I was just kind of like, you know what, enough. I'm not going to I don't think it's real. Like, I don't think it happened or whatever happened that night. I'm, I'm not sure. So I kind of dismissed it mentally in my adult years that, that what happened when I was a kid. So. 
maybe that just plays into it. Like I didn't even bother to process it. And so I've forgotten. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's my experience. Uh, whatever you want to call it, a sighting, a, um, a thing. And so now I want to just, and I see some people chiming in, which is awesome. Um, I want to make this a place again for Christians to relate. If, if anything has ever happened with you personally to be a place to say, you know what? Yeah, I remember, you know, this happened and it doesn't mean you're not a believer. It doesn't mean you should be kicked out of church. It doesn't mean it was demons. It doesn't mean that. Now that's a, that's one of these big, um, you know, the big assumptions and why I started to talk about this at all was because the church is either ignoring it completely and laughing at it or it's demons. Like, that's it. There's no possible other explanations. And if a Christian is seeing demons, uh, wh what does that mean? Like, there's something wrong with them or or there's an attack and, and there's something else going on in their life. It's not just some third party thing. Right. It's actually meant for you and to make you suffer. Or, or to trick you or to get you away from God um, versus something else. And we have to be willing, I think, to say, you know what? It could be something else. It's not a secret military U.S. government stuff, and it's not demons, potentially, right? It could be something else um, or a combination of some things. Anyway, so that's why there's there's my story, first time ever. Tell me yours. Use the form if you want. Again, unsealedpodcast.com. Use the form. Submit it there. That's fine. Um, so let's see what the Lord does with this, okay? And uh, I see a couple comments. Let's get to them, and then I'll play that John Brennan um, clip. It's only about a minute long. Don't worry. Um, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Thank you, brother. Um. Okay, Jeff, you said you had something happen to you last night. What is it? Uh, hey, Bonser. Wow, okay, yeah, Bonser has never heard that story. Um, Alexander says, I saw a UFO in my childhood. Okay, cool. Um, if you want to talk about it, you can. There's Jeff. Um, seven times. You're saying you've seen, you've seen things seven different times, and you're in, did you say you're in Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, that's not odd. Um, or your sister right here is from Colorado as well, Bonservant. Um, or is there now? Witnessed by at least one other. So um, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, so what, what happened last night, Jeff? Doesn't have to be super involved or intense or anything. Just want to give you the space to do that. Um, T-Rex says 10 years old, all my memories from then are fuzzy. Yeah. It, right. I mean, after we get to a certain age, it's been a long time. Anything from that point is kind of hard to remember. Um, T-Rex says a good sighting story. Three people involved. Yeah. Uh, Bonsard says I was with a group in Minnesota when I was in my twenties and they saw UFO moving about, but I saw nothing. Hmm. Uh, yeah, isn't that isn't that odd? Uh, not to discredit my sister at all. It is odd, but because it happens, <laughs> it does. It does happen. Uh and it's and it's biblical. If we want to be serious, okay, it's it's biblical when there could be a group of people together in the same place looking at the same location and hearing or seeing different things happened more than once in the scriptures so right for example like just because this happened to you doesn't mean it wasn't real for whatever reason they saw it and you didn't maybe it's not real and they all made it up and you got you lucked out you didn't participate in that or something else right a big part of, of many of these 
sightings, experiences. By the way, I, it's not just seeing things far off in the sky, guys. I don't if it's something closer, like a closer encounter, um, as they used to call it. Um, by all means, share that too and fill out the form if you're not comfortable. I understand. Um, up to and including any closeness. Okay. Um. Jeff says, I live in the San Luis or San Luis Valley where there are more sightings than Area 51. Been here seven years. Where, what, um, I'm not familiar. What, what part of the state is that? What city is that near? Area 51, of course, is a famous Nevada, um, military facility. And I believe, um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That was part of the special access program article that I referred you guys to from Tyler Rogaway. Um, he really detailed how these secrets are kept in government and the, um, the programs and who has access to them and so forth. Area 51 was uh, a literal example of that. And um government literally had denied it existed even though everyone knew it was a lie um until some uh, military folks started getting sick uh because of what they were testing there and then um it literally got the to the president's desk he overrode uh the environmental laws that would have to expose what they were exposed to so it's been it's still not known so they finally admitted the location's real but they still won't admit what's what was tested there oh. <clears throat> on servant uh, we were behind a field in a field behind a barn at a friend's house I should have seen nothing I should have seen but nothing it was disconcerting disconcerting that you like feel you felt left out or like you've there was a spiritual, like, disconcerting thing. Like, you felt weird. Something was there. What do you mean? San Luis Valley is southwestern Colorado. Okay. There it is. Southern Colorado, high mountain valley. With the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, blood of Christ. That's what it, that's what that means. And the Great Sand Dunes. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. I love Colorado. It's the I haven't been to every place on earth for sure. Uh, I haven't even been to every state, but Colorado is the most beautiful place I've been. Um Uh, Jeff says, watching the moon last night, looking up at jets in the sky. Okay. That's fun. And then, but somebody, some uh, non-jet showed up, basically. Um, I, I know I'm going, bouncing back and forth to different comments here, but to keep the flow, I have to do that. Alexander says, the Bible describes some angels as chariots. Well, kind of. Aliens could be the army of Jesus Christ. Well, in other words, now we're making a lot of, you know, we're putting a lot of words in there that we might not want to use. Um, it, it describes angels as chariots. Uh, it says, he says the, he rides the cherubim. He's right. It says there were chariots of fire. It says there were, if you're talking about Ezekiel, there were, you know, the four living creatures, their spirits were in the, the wheels that were turning. Um, so it's a tough sell versus, you know, is it the angel itself is the chariot or is, are they in one or on one? Um, and then aliens could be the army of Jesus Christ. In other words, um, this is interesting. So uh, 
In other words, the the faithful angels, right? We know there are lots and lots and lots of angels. Revelation tells us how many are on the throne praising God. Especially before the return of Jesus, there's a everyone's really happy. Um, could that be what we're seeing? Or when you say aliens, you mean when people see or you know hear about things, they're actually just describing the uh, faithful angels uh, of God. Usually you hear the opposite, right, Alexander? Um, but I'm, I'm open to that. You know, I'm saying we should, we should consider that. Colorado rules. T-Rex agrees. Uh, here's Jeff white. So he's looking at the moon and watching jets in the sky. Then white dots appear in the sky and moved about five times the speed of the jets. Well, yeah, that's a very common um, element, isn't it? It's like, I of course go to, I ask why in my mind, like, why are you moving like that? Are you showing off? Basically, like, are you flexing? Are you saying, look what I can do compared to your stuff or this other stuff? Watch, watch this. Um, or is there a purpose in it? Is it a, you know what I mean? Is it a kid playing with a toy? Is it somebody trying to show how great they are? Um, or is there some other reason? Maybe to get your attention. Is it that personal, right? Um, just to, it was like a ticker tape. Yeah, that's a good description. If some older folks, maybe you need to be older to know what that is. Um, ticker tape appeared, moved, and disappeared right above me. Watch for about two minutes. That's awesome. All right, have have all these. Thanks for sharing, Jeff. Um, uh, you said there were seven different times you saw things. Are they all like this? If you don't mind, uh, ask. You know talking about it you don't have to just curious he, okay now we're getting now we're getting interesting all right it's been interesting have seen orbs many times with witnesses and a skinwalker okay now i know what that means certain people might not like pod servant, what's a skinwalker? Uh, okay, so I'm in the mode right now the past several weeks of moving from basically dismissing this type of stuff and it's not important to the church, it's not important to how we serve Jesus to, wow, this could be a major earth-shaking series of events and years that are coming and this might be part of it um, and so part of this absorbing of this information of, well, maybe this is, I got to reconsider all this stuff, um, is this skinwalker phenomenon, um, whatever you want to call it. I assume it has to do with the, you know, Utah in the, um, skinwalker ranch thing. We could talk about that for many episodes, probably. Um, when you say you saw one, like a like a like a dog that like uh, many times they apparently they appear like um um like a wolf or like a two like on two feet type of thing is that what you saw again i'm not dismissing it at all man like there could be something to that. Now that, and what is that? Okay, is that that's more demonic than things in the sky to me? Um, orbs. Now that's the, well, I my interest is very very honed in on these orb things, um, like w way up in the sky or like right next to you, right in front of you. Were they really small? I've, some people say they're like only baseball size, whether what they saw. Um, I've read literature on this where there's testimonies that 
people have had them pass through their bodies. So, like, it's weird, man. Uh, Jeff is correct, Von Servant says, and that folks are reporting many sightings, especially near NORAD. Yeah, NORAD is the North American um, Air Defense. Basically, the U.S. and Canada agreed to defend our airspace together, and they do a pretty crappy job, to be honest with you. Because these things are flying around all the time, and they don't bother to look at them, to engage them, to to uh, to uh, to warn people about them. They just kind of hush the whole thing up. Shush, 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 shush. Many definitions of skin. All right, tell me, educate me. I mean, I know the. It, some people say it comes from the Native Americans there, you know, the Ute tribe and the, the Navajo tribe, that whole thing. There's, you know, they talk about curses and basically like witch doctors and people wearing skins of other people or, or animals. That's that's my understanding of skinwalkers. I know it sounds really bizarre, guys. Trust me. These poor, you know, these church people are tuning in like, well, I wonder what this is about. We're hearing this. This is for some reason, this is all part of things that are happening. <sighs> yeah. Um, so that's NORAD. I thought I missed a comment in here, but I don't think I did. Okay. His area has clear skies, very little light contamination. So I believe he's seeing stuff and he's just south of NORAD, which is where these things are seen. The south, basically some north. That NORAD's in Colorado, is the headquarters of Colorado. Uh, Jeff says, huge fireball in the sky. Move down mountainside across from the Arkansas River and flew across the sky and disappeared. Is that like one of the other ones you're talking about? Or is that the orb thing? It's a lot, you know, this is crazy stuff and like not crazy sorry i mean great um we really have got to default to to believing these things now um and again it's not a belief or unbelief thing that's really the wrong way to put it like i said last i think last podcast week it says or a couple ago this is don't be a believer or a doubt or a debunker right don't even term it like that you believe what's true, even if it's hard to believe. The miracles of Jesus were hard to believe. They watched it happen and they couldn't believe it. Right? Because our brains have trouble or if our worldview is changed. Like, it's, I didn't know that was possible. What did I just watch? Um, <clears throat> so you believe in him, right? We believe in the one who can, who can save you, who, can, who has the power of God. But again, like that's the type of thing we're gonna we're told to watch out for before the return of Jesus, which is signs and wonders, you know, designed to deceive even the very elect. So, like, it's the level that we can't even process now of stuff. Maybe this is part of that. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's leading to it. Right? We got to be ready. Uh, I I love the the fearlessness of our testimony here from Jeff. Um, Bonservice says, "When was that, Jeff? I saw a huge fireball last year. Thought it was a meteor. Meteors do look like that." Um, Skinwalker can be a fireball, which is the way a demon can travel when it needs to get somewhere quickly. Ah, I need education on that too, and. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we got a lot to we got a lot to go over. This is good. We don't have to figure everything out. Okay, it's just getting getting it out there and let you know that you know this pastor at least is interested. Your brother out here is uh, 
interested and I'm being motivated by the spirit to, again, like with everything that we've done with Wings of the Eagle over the years now, over um, 10 years now, um, has been to connect the church, has been to facilitate communication and to give a place where Christians can connect um, from all over the world. So this particular topic is maybe the next version of that, okay? Uh, the next way we can do that, what God is is allowing you know, us to travel this road, that's good. We shouldn't be afraid of it. Um, yeah, this is great. Great stuff. All right, let me, before I forget, let me play this video clip. It's already been over 30 minutes. Uh, let me play this video clip from John Brennan. And it's very interesting to me to not only hear the words, but to watch him say it. So if you're only listening to this on, on uh, your podcasting platform, uh, go find the video, go to wings of the eagle.com and whatever. And um, find where you can watch what he's about to say. He looks, to me, looks pained or 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 extremely careful uh, with how he's saying things. Now, this is director of the CIA. We know the CIA is not the DIA. I'll talk that in a second. Let's just play this, okay? Check it out. This is John Brennan. He was the uh, CIA director under three different presidents. And served under six different presidents. So he was in the intelligence game a long time. There you go. I think some of the phenomena we might be seeing are, are, is, continues to be um, unexplained and um, might, in fact, be some type of phenomenon that is the result of something that um, we don't yet understand and that could involve some type of um, activity that uh, some might uh, say uh, constitutes a, a, a different form of life. But being an agnostic, you don't think it's something supernatural? Well, supernatural, um, <laughs> yes, in the eye of the beholder. Um, I, I, um, again, I, I'm not going to discount things. Um, that's why I'm an agnostic as opposed to an atheist. <laughs> I just want to leave my, my mind open as to uh, what something might might be. Um, but um, who knows what, what these things uh, might be. That's fascinating to me. Um, obviously not a believer. He is a, he's an atheist, agnostic, you know, mind. Um, and again, he's not in the Defense Intelligence Agency, which has a lot of this covert knowledge or you know programs and has more of a view than the regular old cia would um but it's interesting he seems like he's no he's aware of a lot more than he's saying and the the, the question that um that prompted that <clears throat> reply about the phenomenon was about what the navy air force jets are now experiencing which had come to light because of the tic tac video and that whole you know expose in 2017 um and the government finally admitting that it was actually yeah you know what this is for real and we don't know what it is and um the whole process that became the uap task force which became arrow which is what we're seeing playing out you know now with possible further steps of um disclosing these things hopefully we get there but um so he's saying that that yes it's a phenomenon that's the term that we're using because nobody is using language nobody has the language um to call this group of stuff uh even something so simple as a vehicle or you have, you know, a, a saucer or something like that. It's like, it's way more complicated than that. Excuse me. Um, and so referring to what the, the Navy, you know, the pilots stuff we're seeing, he's, he's just, 
he doesn't need convincing. He knows they're real and he knows that they're going to continue. And he says, uh, what did he say? It, it's going to come out that um, there's an intelligence behind them that depending on what your understanding is of life, that it could be another form of life. That's not exactly a, a clear cut like, oh, yes, it's aliens. OK, or it, it's, you know, some other creature on the earth. It's almost different than that. Something that's alive, but not in the way we understand life. I don't know. And then so the interviewer there, by the way, that was from a podcast in December of 2020. You should see the date at the bottom there. I tried to put that on. Um, and and so he follows up with, well, you know, whatever it is, you mean it's you just know it's not supernatural, like when you say another form of life, and he's like supernatural, then he starts to giggle, like, well, that's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? That's very telling too, right? And he's and then he follows up with, well, what the questioner probably meant was like, you know, in the religious sense, you know, supernatural things like God or like angels or like so Mr. Brennan apparently is not of that mindset uh, of believing in such things, but his the the implications seem to be that things might seem supernatural when they're just so unbelievable that we can't process it any other way then that's what you know you could that's when he says the eye of the beholder like depending on who, who you're asking which which is way different than just an advanced society or an advanced technology from an alien you know race from a mil- billion years away that has you know more evolved stuff than we do or is, you know what i'm saying that's different than saying borderline supernatural Anyway, very interesting to me. Mind-blowing kind of admission. And you could see the way he was, I mean, he was not looking at the camera the whole time, but, you know, this hand on the head thing um, seems like he was just trying to be very careful and maybe had a bad experience with something. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was cool. Maybe that was no one else was interested, but I was. Oh. Um, okay, I'm getting back to comments here that have been uh, conversations been ongoing, which is cool. Jets from the Air Force Academy, that's in Colorado, um, as training area, fly overhead several days a week in helicopters from Colorado Springs. So yeah, that's the area where this, this brother's living. Uh, constant where he is. Um, uh, okay, T Rex agrees that Brennan's comments were interesting. Okay, I'm gonna get to Jeff's thing, but Bonsover says, I'm inclined to think there is a breach, if you will, between dimensions. Obviously, something, but say orbs going through solids and fuzzy pictures drives his thinking. I think I'm there with you, Bond Servant. Um, the 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 fuzziness right around these things that are flying around. It seems like there are there's always like the uh, like a fuzzy edge to them, right? In other words, there's something happening. Is there is that the, the how they get around? Like the propulsion system. A lot of people hypothesize that. Um. <clears throat> Oh, you're talking, and when people try to take pictures of them, they turn fuzzy. Yeah, in other words, like so. There's a again, like depending on how you're approaching this, or from a, a physics point of view, you're talking about wormholes, or you're talking about, um, you know, again, tra- traversing different dimensions, um, in s- sizes of things. Like, do you have access to a higher dimension? If you can, then you can poke things through. Um. To the lower ones yeah but again it's like okay that makes i can process that 
like if there's just little things that can get through sometimes now we're talking about football field size right crafts and stuff in the air silently moving across cities like and then boom they're gone so like I don't know lots of stuff to think about Breaching skies uh, above me along with military activities. Okay, well, Jeff has seen a bunch, I think is for sure what we can know today. Um, Fireball Skinwalker is supernatural. Again, like, mm, supernatural means outside of nature. In other words, like if the, there's the created world and then God has overarching, he doesn't have to obey any particular laws or whatever other than his own, I guess. Um, and then there's things that if there are, a, 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 I don't care if you believe in angels or just higher dimensional whatevers, if you're in a, a, a the second heaven or the third heaven biblically, okay, that's a, that's another dimension, or it's been shielded and veiled. It's been veiled uh, from us down here in the first heaven, if you will. Um, so if you were to open that veil up and see or experience things in that, in that higher plane, then you could say it's supernatural, but it's really not. It's just the way things are there the natural way and that that's clear as mud probably uh, unless they have force field invisible tech like something uh, like a cloak to make them disappear were, even though basically they're still there when you see them disappear into the sky what what this would say is they aren't going anywhere. They're just, you can't see them. That's possible also. I think Jeff is articulating well the amount of sightings. I'll, I'll usually asleep. You're asleep through when they happen. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, I just want to get to one other thing here. Jeff, I want I want to know why you've reached this conclusion. Seriously. And to, to make sure you're open to correction on this or to rethinking. When you say fallen angel technology shared with U.S. military and others, how do you know they're fallen angels? I mean, how do you know that? Now, we know Genesis 6. Believe me, I know. Okay, we understand. We understand the, the Nephilim. Okay, we understand that the, they impregnated human women and out came these things that are kind of half-human, you know, giants. Um, That's Bible. Okay, we know that. Uh, if we... If we believe Enoch is in, it should be scriptural. Then we have some more evidence in that they, um, these angels who rebelled, actually shared technology, if you will, with man, and um, so that you can connect, perhaps. But again, what fallen angels are allowed to leave now? And who says they're fallen? And who says... You know what I mean? There's a lot. we got to connect a lot in there. And I'm not saying something hasn't been shared with people. It seems like there's definitely a program, at least, this past couple of months we're learning, that there actually is a program of several SAPs in the United States, at least, and I'm sure in Russia and China and India, um, but anyways, uh, there is a program to reverse engineer technology that we don't own. 
Now that's not no that's not abnormal. That's not UFO related per se, right? If you find something that another country has or technology that someone invented that you don't you don't have yet, um, you kind of want to take it apart and make it yours, right? You want to figure out how they did it and make your own versions. Um, that program has is real. So what are they getting? And from where, you know, who basically, right? Now, the, saying fallen angels are sharing technology is different than we're bringing down things from the sky and studying it. That's different. That means they don't want to be found. They, they don't want to share it. You're trying, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different, seems like a, a different story happening there. And for what, toward to what end? Obviously, we can't replicate it. So it's been a long time now, and we can't replicate it. So what was the point of sharing it? I think the fallen angel stuff is a stretch, honestly. Satan hasn't been cast down, but something is going on. Agree. Now, please... Let's keep it scriptural, right, guys? No matter what, we can relate what we've seen, but don't assume, don't don't assign revelation to what we've seen necessarily, right? Unless you have it, but usually we don't. That's kind of this whole subject is we can't uh, nail it down. So let's not assume that we know what we're seeing. Right? We can't assume. The source can't assume the source unless you have personal experience in it. Right? Unless, right? Unless we have scripture on it. We know Satan is in heaven right now. We know Satan is bound um, to stay there until he's cast out for the last three and a half years. Now, those three and a half years are going to be rough, and it says, and his angels were cast out with him. So that's not that's not the story of the Bible and prophecy and all is not one of fallen angels visiting the earth before then. Now, I'm willing to, you know, have correction on that, but that's not the that's not the narrative in the scripture. There are things above us for sure, Daniel 10. There are principalities that are over nations. Yes, right? We know that. We know there's obviously the Holy Spirit. We know there are evil spirits on the earth. Now that's a holy a unholy spirit, a demon is bound to the earth. He's not in the sky. He's not in the heavens. He doesn't there is no Need for transportation for a demon. He can't go anywhere. He's bound to either inhabit a human body or it says he's in the dry places seeking some relief. It's just what Jesus said in the wilderness, in the desert. So, like, it's an earthbound thing. That's why, again, if you believe Enoch, that was the punishment um, for those, those creatures. The Nephilim was you can't come to heaven when you die. You're bound here. Call it Sheol if you want. Uh, but the fact is it's not in the heavenly realms at all. That's right. Those are our guideposts. If we believe the Bible is true and we believe God has said it and he's wrote the scriptures, so then we've always got to stay in there with the understanding that we don't get it all and that things are going to happen that might freak us out. But let's not jump to conclusions unless we know this is that. We could point to the scripture and say, this is that. Um, Revelation 12 hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I know. I recommend that you study with End Time Church. And get my book, Flee to the Mountains. I have a part of a chapter in here that goes through Revelation 12, and we know that it hasn't happened yet, at least up to the last seven years part of it, obviously. With some of it has, 
the child being born and being taken up to God before the dragon could destroy, right? That whole thing, that happened. But the war in heaven part hasn't. And Satan being cast with his angels has not happened yet. I agree completely. <clears throat> so that's, that's what should give us pause to think, oh, well, it must be Satan and the angels is what we're seeing with this UFO stuff. I can't go there. You can't make a scriptural case for that, in my view. Um, Bond Sermon says, with the uptick in nuclear war stuff, the UFOs hang over military is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And there is a ton, a ton of incidents where it seems like whatever the UAP stuff is and the intelligence behind it is at least this version of it, is very, very interested and it will shut down silos and it will turn off nukes and it will turn off airplanes and it will turn off systems on airplanes for whatever reason. Again, is it flexing or is there some greater purpose in it? Uh, T-Rex, can any of us be corrected, quote-unquote corrected, when it comes to our best guesses on something that's mysterious? Um, I, I hear you. Uh, like, no harm, no foul about being wrong. We're just talking about super effervescent events. Yeah, for sure, yeah, I hear you. If it's not, like, scriptural thing that you could be corrected on, if it's just on, it's mysterious, and it's mysterious, it's kind of like no... Not one way or the other. When I'm when I say that, I mean like, you know, if you're convinced, if someone is convinced that, you know, UFOs are demonic, I, I want to see where do you get that? You know, like correct my thinking. I think we got to be more open than that, right? We talked about that before, and it may end up being that. At least partially, or some somehow, some way, but just to uh, assuming is bad with this stuff. Uh, bond servant, follow. Oh, he just follow me here. You mentioned principalities. Yes, could the watchers be at war with each other? Yes. You, you Daniel chapter ten. Is it possible? Yeah. Uh, Daniel chapter 10, for sure, you can look at and say, well, there's principality over Yavon or Javon, and there's a principality over Persia, and they're fighting each other. And, and God's angels are not part of that. They're in the middle of it, literally. They got to get through that to come to Daniel, for example, right? So Yes, <laughs> yes. They're, like Jesus said, if Satan casts out Satan, his, his kingdom's going to fall. Well, guess what? His kingdom is going to fall. So maybe there are several factions. And how many are there? Right? And again, if we, I don't mean to keep hawking on Enoch here, but there's only a small amount. What was there? 200, I think it was. Um, that sin that, but they're all, they're locked away now. So how many more are we talking about? If the principalities are, I believe there's only 70. To correspond to the nations in Genesis 10. And that's not worldwide. If we're being honest. Uh, has anyone seen Mike Heiser's Aliens and Demons? I read the books, both of them. One was called Alien. No. Whoa. Lie. Back up. Angels and Demons. Right. I've read those, those two books. There's a, a, Aliens and Demons, like a, like a, a show, I mean, a, a film, like on YouTube. I agree about being open. Yeah. 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 We're, we're there. We're there. 
reason orbs, for example, can go through solids, etc. Um, why is that? Explain. Um, Heiser, Dr. Michael Heiser, who's now passed away and gone home to the Lord. By the way, that's the only thing that matters. Okay. With all this stuff, are you saved? Are you, are we born again? Do we have the Holy Spirit? Are we preaching the gospel? Are we getting the good news out to someone else who's perishing? Um, Heiser want, went to a lot of UFO conventions. He always, oh, you always wanted to as well. T Rex is saying, wish I had done so while he was alive. Um, yeah, I'd like to meet up with him. Yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, but yes, and Mike, Brother Heiser's, you know, quote on this is again, I'll, let's wrap this up today. Um, his quote on this was kind of my motivation for doing these shows now about this topic. Um, and I want to get the quote accurately, so I'm pulling it up. Dr. Heiser, uh, he observed that many who have adopted, it's not a quote, I guess. He observed that many who have adopted alternative worldviews were formerly traditional theists or people who believe in God and Christians who left the faith when their questions on difficult passages and topics went unanswered or when spiritual leaders failed to address the experience they had had. He has an active ministry to people whose worldview is molded by occult, paranormal, and esoteric beliefs. So, again, obviously those are not as if the Bible is incorporating you know, false belief systems, but that just because you have a like a more alternate view of certain things, a weirdness doesn't mean it's not biblical, right? There's a lot of weird stuff in the Bible. That was Heiser's basic point about all that he did is that there's a lot of stuff that we, that we Westerners hate talking about. We can't explain. We don't, this Genesis six thing is just the beginning, right? Uh, and this, the whole divine council of view, um, you know, the Elohim and the principalities and all that stuff, that whole side of the, the ancient Hebrew um, or the, at least the, what you would call the second temple, you know, period of when, when the prophets were written and then when Jesus was walking the earth with us, um, that period of Jews had this supernatural groundwork already. They didn't need to be told it. They already knew it was, it, it was true. And when I say supernatural, again, like weirdness, like this, this more weird part of the Bible as well, maybe that's kind of the stuff we're seeing. Or um, many of us like to talk about it, or maybe we've experienced something that that's the only way we can relate it. But it's still, we believe, you know, we're, we're Christians through and through. Um, we're not heretics. Uh, we just know something else is up here and something's weird, and we want to be able to talk about it in, in a Christian church setting. Well, here we are. All right. I'm not saying it's the only solution or the only venue, but it's a venue. Nice chatting with you, Jeff. Thanks, man. Very, very awesome input and, and way to be uh, transparent, man. May Yahovah bless you and keep you indeed. Um, okay. All right, guys. Great times. Um, we'll be back again soon, I'm sure. Lord willing. So keep it up. Again, please utilize. I'll show you the one more time. Go to unsealedpodcast.com. The bottom of the episodes, you'll see this form. What is your UFO experience? Uh, again, it may change over the... Whoops. I can show it. it would be nice. Um, it could change or, you know, get massaged over the, the weeks and as we go forward to, to best serve you and, um, you know, get the information to connect. And that's the main part of all this okay so share it you know you're not going to be uh ridiculed or whatever you're not going to be kicked out of the church so submit it there or see you next time and of course there is a church by the way uh, called endtime.church that you are welcome to be, not only attend on monday nights but be a member of this weird membership 
and uh bond servants one of them and t-rex is one of them and uh, we just love you all so very much let's let's be the body of christ let's never shy away from spiritual battles let's never shy away from uh the love of jesus in the face of intense hatred and ridicule um that's kind of what he has in store for us amen all right so until next time for unsealed christopher manti see you next time and tell someone about it share this god bless you all to hear previous episodes to obtain resources and to support this ministry visit unsealedpodcast.com because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold but he who stands firm to the end will be saved.